Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, I'm Lynn Norris. Here's your daily tip from the experts at Real Simple. Perennials versus Annuals, How to Choose Between These Two Types of Plants by Lisa Milbrand. If you've ever wandered around the garden center, you've probably seen most plants and flowers divided into two categories, annuals and perennials. But figuring out which one makes the most sense for your garden depends on a number of factors, from your current budget to how often you like to change things up. For most gardens, a mix of perennials and annuals offer the most bang for your buck, but here's everything you need to know about choosing between these two types of plants. The difference between perennials and annuals is simple. Perennials are plants that will come back and regrow year after year, while annuals die off when temperatures get too cold and require you to plant new plants the following spring. To confuse things a bit, some plants may be perennial or annual depending on which plant hardiness zone you live in. So in the south and parts of the country that have very mild winters, they'll come back, but they will die off if you plant them in the northern, colder parts of the U.S. And how you plant them matters too. Perennials are great in planters for warmer regions, but in colder areas, many perennials won't last over winter because their roots freeze, says Blythe Yost, landscape architect, CEO, and co-founder of Tilly, a landscape design site. So what are the benefits of perennials? For one, they are cheaper in the long term. You might balk when you see that $20 price tag on a clematis vine or butterfly bush, but the upfront investment will pay off in a few years when your perennial is thriving in your garden and you aren't making your annual trek to the garden center for more flowers. Plants like peonies and iris will easily live on for 50 years if left undisturbed, while coreopsis and nepeta have shorter lifespans that can be lengthened with regular division, Yost says. Perennials also require less maintenance than annuals. Because they grow back year after year, perennials are kind of like the set-it-and-almost-forget-it plants for your garden. They will grow back bigger and more beautiful each spring. But even though you won't be digging in the dirt each year to replant new blooms, you still have a tiny bit of upkeep. Perennials thrive best when they're given a good pruning. So many people are hesitant to really clip their perennials back, but you can get new growth and a fuller plant by not being afraid to cut back, says Georgia Clay, a plant manager at Monrovia. Another benefit? Perennials are pollinator-friendly, so they will attract butterflies, bees, hummingbirds, and other wildlife to your backyard. Try planting lavender, calendula, and salvia to attract the most pollinators. Okay, perennials are wonderful, but there's a case to make for incorporating annuals into your garden, too. For one, annuals let you experiment. Annuals are a fun way to try a new color for a while to see if you really want it in your palette, says Clay. Annuals leave you room to plant something new and shake things up in your garden each year without feeling like you're throwing away money by digging up healthy perennials. Another big benefit, annual plants tend to bloom for longer. 
Even long-blooming perennials, such as Coreopsis and Nepeta, have bloom cycles and resting periods when they aren't showing any flowers, says Yost. With standard annuals like impatiens, begonias, and petunias, you're likely to see beautiful blooms into the fall, and you can replace them with other annuals when they start to fade. If you're going through the effort of buying and planting new flowers each year, don't tuck them away in a corner of your garden. Yost suggests placing them in high-visibility locations, like near your entrance or your front windows, to keep them in the spotlight. Just remember, gardens change from year to year, so have fun and include a mix of both annuals and perennials. Observe what works in your garden and keep these lessons in mind for next year. Thanks for listening. Check back tomorrow or go to realsimple.com for the latest. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.